I bet you thought I was done with this show, didn't you? Call it a comeback. Wait, don't call it a comeback. LIW, The Walking Dead, and Fear the Walking Dead Review. Hello, citizens! I bet you thought I was done with this show, didn't you? It has been a while. And let me tell you, it's because I didn't want to review this episode. Because it's got a 5.8 on IMDb. And for this show in which it is just a... You know, people love this fucking show. So it is It is a fan favorite and every episode gets like an 8 or 8.6 or some shit like that and this one's got a 5.8 what does that tell you it tells you nobody gives a solid fuck about tara or her stupid character i i could tell you that i like the actress she's fine but holy shit write something for her she's got some she got some yuck yucks in this episode though she's finally got the uh she's finally got something to do you know um anyway the where the fuck was i the Episode is 74. Welcome to episode 74. Jesus Christ, I am all the fuck over the place. I just got a phone call. I'm sorry. I was trying to ignore it. And welcome to LIW, The Walking Dead Review, episode 74. Today's episode is 706, swear. That's an order. You will swear. I'm demanding that you swear. Go ahead and swear. Whatever you want. I don't care what you say. The um, This episode is a throwaway episode. It's just a fucking nonsense. It doesn't matter. Uh, it might as well not exist. Um, it's just, it's just awful. Let me just say that. I, I, I don't even know if I want to review this fully other than just saying, holy shit, who gives a shit? It is so nonsense. It is so unnecessary to anything. It doesn't matter unless they're setting up this woman in this episode for something later. I don't know what the fuck it was for. It didn't even need to be the whole fucking episode. We'll get into it. Okay, this one starts off two girls on a beach. Uh, they find Tara. One's a little girl. She looks like the she looks dark, like dirty. She looks like the girl from Waterworld. She just seems like she doesn't speak, but she does. She just looks like she's not human anymore. And then the other girl looks looks like an actress from Are You Afraid of the Dark? She's kind of black, kind of Mexican, kind of. You're kind of questioning what she is, like The Rock. You don't know what the fuck she is. Anyway, it doesn't matter. They find her. The little one's like, yeah, let's fucking shoot her in the face. And the bigger one's like, no, no, no. How about we just don't do that? Let's not do that. Let's stop shooting people in the face. I don't want to do that. And the little one's like, but I want to kill her. And she's like, just no. Let's just not do it. And she wanders off. And then uh, the the bigger Are You Afraid of the Dark girl drags her to the shore, sticks her between a bunch of like boats or something. I don't know what the fuck's going on on that beach. The... Uh, it cuts later than it's, or it cuts, it does cut later to previously when Tara and Heath are out on their own. They're in the Winnebago. They're playing cards or something or eating. I don't know. I think they're eating. And, uh, they're talking about scavenging and Tara's just like, you know, rule number one about scavenging is uh, nothing's too hard to find. If it's too hard to find, that means you can't Who fucking cares what she said? There's a, apparently there's rules of scavenging. I don't know what that means. It means nothing's too hidden to find. I don't, I don't whatever. Yeah, I don't, that doesn't need to be said. That's what you're, oh my God, that is so obvious that it doesn't need to be said. You know the rule about oxygen is you're going to breathe it in. It's be useful for humans. You don't, it's so unnecessarily obvious that it's just don't fucking speak. Are you just making like idle talk while you slowly wait to die? Uh, uh, whatever, holy shit. 
And then uh, it cuts back to her on the beach. She wakes up. She finds some water because the girl gave her a little package. She finds some gross fish that she just put in a little paper bag. I don't know, whatever. And then uh, I don't even care to finish my sentences during this review because I fucking hated this episode. I didn't hate it as much. I wouldn't give it a 5.8. That that seems really low. But I can also, you know, be swayed into that opinion just by thinking about more. (laughs) The more I speak about this episode, the more I really was like, oh, yeah, that is a 5.8 because it was boring as fuck. I don't. I like again. Like the actress Tara. I don't hate her character. I have nothing against her. She's just like so unnecessary for the most part. I like Heath. I like the actor who plays Heath. He's kind of unnecessary too. Um, now he's uh twenty fouring that guy. Before he, before this, he was draying. Now he's Heathing, and, and now he moved on to twenty fouring. Um, he he's a legacy apparently. Whatever the fuck the name of that show was referencing, I have no idea. Anyway, where the fuck was I? Um, they're in the Winnebago. No, no, I already did that. Uh, so Tara finds this place in the woods where the, she tracks a little girl, I guess. The little girl meaning the one from Are You Afraid of the Dark? She's not really the girl from Are You Afraid of the Dark. She just reminds me of one of those girls from the one with the, the old lady, and she's she really dead the whole time, and it's her neighbor, and then they move in with her. It's a fucking stupid episode, but it's kind of terrifying when the old lady yells at him. I, I'd rather talk about that Are You Afraid of the Dark episode from 1994, 1993 or something than this fucking episode from, I don't know, November 27th of 2016. It is now February 13th of 2017. I've waited that long to talk about it. I've been busy. I've been shooting shows. I've been doing one video a week for LIW. You know, we launched some stuff. We're doing episodes. We're doing Shitty Movie Showdown. It's officially it's at once a month now. Um, got a lot going on. I'm moving away from podcasting, I'll be honest. I'm still going to do the uh, Incredible Negative Man, which used to be the Phoenix West Show, which used to be the Incredible Negative Men. Um, that's a long story there. And I also used to do, or I'm still going to do the Lord of Wonderland movie review because that is just like the flagship show. It's been around since 2013. It's, I love doing it. It's just once a month though. But so I, I don't know if I want to continue doing this show. I'll be honest. I'm not really that enthused about the walking dead. I, I kind of started it just so I can make fun of it because people fucking love it. People like really excited when it came back last night and it just happened like, it just coincidentally, it, today's my first day that I could actually do reviews on it for the three episodes that I missed before, before the season break. And it aired last night, and people are fucking losing their minds. And I'm like, do you guys not remember how terrible? Like, it's not terrible, but I, I'm not excited at all. Like, all enthusiasm has been just been sucked from the room. It is just like a, it's like a, a dog that farts and then walks out of the room. And you're kind of like... Oh, my God, that was horrible. What the hell? Why did that dog fart? Oh, my, fuck that dog. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. And then it sits around for two months, and you, it's, you know, the fart you know, kind of evaporates, and then uh, you're not really thinking about it anymore, and then all of a sudden the dog walks back in the room, and you're like, hey, it's the dog. <laughs> hey, everybody, gather around. It's the dog. Hey, let's all watch the dog. Let's all pet him. <laughs> and then sooner or later, you know he's going to fart. But you're not thinking about that because it gave you a little gap where to stop thinking about it and let the, the smell dissipate. And then... It's just it does this after one season after another. It's just non fucking stop. It's dog farting in the room and then leaving, and you're like, ah, oh, ah fuck you. And you get mixed feelings. It's like a, I feel like it's holding me hostage, and I'm starting to 
like become attached to it. I'm getting like Stockholm syndrome. It is a, a fucking abusive boyfriend. This show. It is like I love it. It hits me, but I but he loves me it's because the show loves me. It wants me to keep watching. That's why it hits. It loves me so much. That's why. He, that's why he hits me. It just. I just. I just can't leave him because you know people are still gonna. I mean, he might find someone else, someone better than me. I can't have that. Like like people start. People are still gonna be watching it and they're gonna be talking about it. And then I'm gonna miss out on it. And I just don't want to miss out on things because I want to have kids one day. Like that sort of shit is happening with this fucking show. It is holding you hostage. It is not a great show. It is a great comic. It is not a great TV show. It has great moments surrounded by stale farts two months old. That's, I'm moving on now. So Tara finds this place in the woods, like I said, where the others live. It's basically the others from Lost. That's exactly what it felt like. But she walks in there, and then she is immediately shot at. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, they're, they're, Do they have like... Like radar or sonar? I don't know what the fuck you need when you're out in the woods. What radar, right? Uh, I don't know what the fuck to have. They just immediately have her pegged, and they're like, "There she is. Here she comes. Here's Tara." What the fuck? And they shoot at her. They don't. They don't ask any questions here. That's why that little girl wanted to shoot her in the fucking face I'm like a psychopath. And then uh, I thought we were done with psychopath little blonde girls, but I guess they're back. She, uh, this one girl comes after her. Tara gets the best of her, knocks her out instead of killing her, and then she's immediately captured. Uh, the cuts back to earlier where Heath and Tara, they find a big pile of sand and they're like, yeah, they're on a bridge. And then like, Hey, a big pile of sand. All right, let's, let's go over there to the big pile of sand instead of just around to the other side of the truck. And I kind of forgot at that point that they were scavenging and I forgot the first rule of scavenging, you know, and you know, fuck you, Tara. The, uh, this is not enough teeth, not enough teeth. Well, I'd combine their names. Not enough Heath in this episode. Too much Tara. Wow. Teeth. I'm gonna call it. That's their celebrity couple name. I like that. The uh, they find a big truck, and then she starts pulling on it. And then Heath is like, "Wait, wait, wait!" And he looks and he sees all these shells. And then she pulls the bag. It releases all this sand, which I don't know how it hasn't, you know, happened before that. She gave it a slight tug. The bag moves, and then the sand falls. All these soldiers are buried in it. And then, um, yeah, they start attacking him. And then Heath just vanishes into nothing, like. And he's gone. Like he never existed. He's back off to Compton. Not because he's black. It's because he's Dr. Dre. Jesus Christ, calm down. He's straight out of it. Compton, that is. Um, yeah, he vanishes. And who gives a shit? Tara is in a later, you know, cut to present day. She's talking to these women during this boring fucking dinner. They don't trust anyone. Blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, I'm a fisherman. This is the name of a boat, right? And they're like, that's not the name of a boat. And she's like, that isn't it. She does the little wisecracks. I don't care to get into. Don't care. And they, we find out that these are the women who survived. Um, how do I say this? Their men are all dead because Negan rounded them up and shot them all. And so the women fled. These are these women. So the saviors killed their men. They killed their man, girl. You know what I mean? That was three snaps. If you can't hear in a mic, I can't. I don't know. It's not, it's not very visual. This isn't a visual medium, I know. But anyway, the uh, I was very confused by this scene because she's like, all right, you can go back and you can we can start up like trade. Blah, blah. I don't know what the fuck they talked about. I don't care. I watched this again in November. And I, ha- and I I skimmed through it last night to make notes, and everyone was like, "Oh yeah, this fucking episode." That's why I didn't want to talk about it. Whatever. Moving on. Here we go. So the uh, the the leader's like, oh, yeah, "You take care. Bye." And then I was like, "Oh, she's gonna let him leave, and then they're probably gonna set up something, and they're gonna do like trade." Nope. The women take her out into the woods, not the leader, the other ones, and then they're gonna kill her. 
And I'm like, was the leader on it? Oh, she seems she seems so genuine. Like she's was that all an act? What the fuck was that? Or I feel like they're going behind her back and they're like, yeah, yeah, we're gonna let her go, and then they're just gonna kill her and not tell the leader about it. I don't know. This is my guess. And then the girl's going to get ready to shoot Tara. And then the Are You Afraid of the Dark girl comes up and tackles her. And then they run away. And then they have a conversation I didn't give a shit about, so I didn't listen to it again. And then they, they get to the bridge from before where Heath disappeared. And all the soldiers in the sand and shit. And they're all there. And there's like a shit ton of zombies on this bridge now because of her dumbass earlier. And then Tara runs. And then the girl, the Are You Afraid of the Dark girl, has a sniper rifle. She starts blowing their fucking heads off. I don't know why she's such a good shot. And uh, who gives shit? She gets across the bridge. And then uh, she finds this zombie. She's looking around for Heath. She's having like weird flashbacks. It was, it was really badly done. And she finds a zombie with some dreads on it. But it's just another black person. It's just the other black zombie in this world. And it's not Heath, and so she keeps walking. And you're like, oh, what the, that was it? Holy shit, that was so uneventful. And then she follows these muddy tracks. And she bends over, and she picks up this card in the tracks that says PPP. And it's like, the, it's like a security badge. It has that little thing where you can put that plastic loop through it and button it and, you know, tag it to your lapel so you can go in a building. One of those, like, security cards. It just says PPP, triple P. And I am down. If you know me, yeah, you know me. I'm down. With PPP, I am. I have been notoriously on board for Triple P for so long on this show. We all know that about me. We know that about me. We also know um, because she goes scavenging again. Uh, she finds a doctor bobblehead, and I was like, "It's that's not the the feeling I was supposed to get from that scene." I think she was thinking, "I'm going to give this to." Uh, I don't. I honestly don't remember who she was dating. I think she's a lesbian, right? She was dating a woman. That's how that works. But I don't remember who she's dating. I think she's dead. I don't fucking remember. But she takes this doctor's bobblehead, and then she strolls back in the Alexandria with these, like, you know, 1990s shades on. And uh, she's Eugene's just sitting there crying at the gate, and she's like, what the fuck? And then they go inside, and uh, they sit there, and she's just playing with this doctor's bobblehead. But my, the point I brought up the doctor's bobblehead is I was like, I probably the other person that was like, ooh, I want that. Because I have, like, I'm a, a, an odd bobblehead collector, and when I say that, I don't mean, like, you see certain guys with bobbleheads. I didn't expect to be a bobblehead collector, but they have, like, everybody from the Yankees bobbleheads. They go to baseball games, and they get bobblehead night. I collect randomly. I get the most random bobbleheads I can find. I I, I enjoy the randomness about it. I mean, I, I have a lot of Batman ones, but I also have a David Cross one. I have one from The Dude. I have a Leonard Nimoy one. <laughs> It's very fucking weird. I have an Al Capone one. I don't know. A couple Star Wars ones. And some Suns ones. Some Phoenix Suns. Because I live in Phoenix. And I have the uh, Vault Tech one, obviously. You got to get the Fallout one. But I, the point is, I was like, oh, I want that one. Like, I like I like the randomness. And, and, it, it, and I like ones that aren't super fucking obvious, even though I have some of them. But it, where it's like, is that from that? Like, oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, I remember that. Like, I like those ones. Those are the fun ones for me. And, uh... Yeah, that's what I was thinking about doing that scene. It was such an emotional scene that I was sitting there thinking about bobbleheads and how I can get a hold of this doctor's bobblehead. You could probably just buy it. It's probably just a random, like a generic one, you know? Uh, whatever. Uh, point is, that's all I was thinking about. Because this episode put me to fucking sleep. Holy shit episode. You make me do want to swear. You do make me want to swear. There we go. I had to say it twice. And that word is poppycock. That's what this show is. That's what this episode was. Poppycock. I'm getting the fuck out of here, guys. Go check out Shitty Movie Showdown. Go check out American. We're getting some new episodes here in a couple of weeks. 
This Wednesday is coming up. This Wednesday coming up, excuse me, is the SMS six in which we watch Hick Trek. It has a great ending that I put a lot of work in. I put well, not even that much. It was pretty easy. I made some model work. I, I made a, a starship out of a hockey puck and a can, and then some <laughs> batteries. I believe. I don't know. It's fucking awesome. Go check it out. It's a lot of fun. Great episode. Um, we we recorded outside, and there's lots of rain, and my mic stopped working, but it. It works. It, it, I know it sounds like negative things, but it works. It's fun. Go check it out. And then on the 22nd of February, we are doing our American episode on bad Oscar speeches. Like, well, we call it bad award, award acceptance speeches so we can, you know, not get sued. But they are Oscars. Let's say that. You know, I put in the title cards that they're Louis because L-I-W E's. The point is, though, they're, it's just, we improvise uh, speeches one after another, me and Brent. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. We had no idea what our prompt was before we got up stage. And one like I would read off Brent's like you get this award for this movie and your name is this. And they come up when Brent would come up and improvise a speech. And that's all we did. It's it's a longer episode. It's like fifteen minutes. But it's so fucking worth it, guys. Please check it out. Please comment, review, share with your friends. Share with your friends. Please, please, please. Anyway, guys, until next time, and in the meantime, I am Phoenix West. And you know what, guys? I swear. Just swear. So long, guys. Bye.